Hi there, my name is Bob Judson and you're listening to Leading for Life Stories. I'm delighted you're here and I'm really glad to, uh, to have you on my podcast and I very, very much hope you enjoy it. Hi everybody. Well, it's the end of 2023. Who would have thought it would have got to this point quite so quickly? I don't know about you guys, but the uh, the years just seem to fly by ever quicker these days. And I was conscious that obviously you've probably got much better things to do than listen to me at this time of year anyway. But I thought I'd do a bit of a reflective look at 2023 from my point of view and and obviously particularly from the podcast point of view, because I want to basically finish the year off like that and then you know, give you a bit of a lead into uh, into 2024 when and I've already got some great stuff that's uh, that's coming out and I'm hoping that's going to be uh, be really useful. So th- this is as much as anything I think going to serve for for people who perhaps haven't listened to as many episodes yet as, as sort of some of a something of a summary of of what's happened, what's you know what's gone on so far in the podcast, where it's got to, and which uh, episodes I particularly have enjoyed, what I think is you know, most useful, I guess, from the point of view of tips and so on that I've uh, that I've brought out, uh, and I hope that's useful, uh, and I, that's the intention. That's the, always the intention with these things. But uh, as ever, your feedback will uh, will give me some kind of clue as to whether how useful it was. I suppose. Twenty twenty three has been an interesting year for me. I mean, personally, I, I not only was the podcast new, and I'll come back to that as to why I started it, what I think about it, how I'm kind of setting it up, and how I've, uh, I've assessed myself, I suppose, in terms of it going, what I've learned from it. But it's also just been an interesting year because I was really, really busy when I first set myself up as an independent for the first three years from twenty nineteen. No, I, I was full throttle, including right through COVID. I was very busy working for the government on the COVID task force in the cabinet office as as part of that, and that was really interesting time. Obviously, with uh, with everything that was going on, and it was good just to be very busy when I know so many people had you know lost lost all their work, and in, indeed all my kind of normal training work had dropped by the wayside just before I got asked to come and support the cabinet office on the crisis management side. And I've been doing some stuff with Deloitte University, and uh, which I love doing, and I get a huge amount from that when I go and facilitate for their uh, their courses. And I've been doing some work for KWC Global. I've got a couple of other things that are on the burner, I suppose. One of which is working for a company called Arcadia Consulting, who I, I've on the cusp of, I think, doing more work for and or doing some work for, paid work for, and and that's going to be really interesting if it kicks off. And I've also been doing some personal stuff on the coaching front. So it's been been busy but it's not been as busy as I wanted it to be and it's been you know a kind of doldrums kind of year really for uh, for the most part and that's been the case from really March 22 it's been really quiet uh, and I just I don't know why I just it was one of those kind of peaks and troughs and highs and lows of being an independent consultant that you know, life suddenly got quieter and uh, and now it's picking up again and it's it's exciting that it's picking up again. I've got a pretty busy start to, to 2024, I think. I'm still looking for more stuff and I'm always interested in generating things out of what I'm doing, not least with the podcast. If there's work to do and speaking engagements to do and, and you know, facilitation work to do, then that's absolutely where I want to focus because that, I think, is is firmly my sweet spot these days and that's what I love doing. But... That it's generated lots of challenges because it's it's you know I don't like being not busy I don't like being in a position where you know life's too quiet and I'm uh, I'm twiddling my thumbs a little bit and thinking I should be busier doing other stuff and I, I'm probably much more productive when I'm well no probably about it I'm definitely much more productive when I'm 
feeling the pressure and I've got deadlines to hit and I've got work to do and I've, I've got stuff that I've got to achieve. If I'm, if I've got all the time in the world, then I'm, you know, I'm really not as productive as I might be. And that has not helped. So I'm, I'm glad that it's starting to, to shift in, in the other direction. And I hope that continues because I enjoy what I do and, and I want to, uh, to very much continue doing it. 2023 has also been the podcast year, though, and I guess it's worth just reflecting on that a little bit because why did I start it? I started it because it seemed like it was going to be an interesting way to get some information out there that I thought was going to help um, people generally and give them some useful advice and inputs and and just some interesting listening experiences. Uh, and it was also shamelessly a way to try and get my name out a bit further and, and expand my profile a little bit with some people that perhaps weren't aware of who I am, what I do, what my background is, and you know, start doing kind of some quasi-business development, I suppose, through the uh, through the podcast. And it hasn't really done that yet, but it's it's certainly getting as much traction as I could have hoped, I think, at this stage. And, and I'm really pleased with the feedback I've had and the sort of success metrics that at least I can see in terms of looking at the number of downloads versus the number of episodes. I mean, this is episode 22. So it's a pretty early doors for, uh, you know, for this. It's a new, a, a new podcast. It's a crowded market. There's an awful lot of things out there. There's an awful lot of things in the business space as well that are out there. So, so actually, you know, I'm conscious that I'm, uh, I am in that kind of space, but I think the combination of, the personal stories that I've been doing, the thematic stuff that I'm doing, and and particularly the guests that I've brought have, I mean, it's surprised me. I've actually really enjoyed making the uh, the episodes. I've uh, I found that quite cathartic, I suppose, in some ways, particularly the personal stories type stuff. It's, it's really forced me to kind of refresh my memory on things that I haven't thought about for a very long time and, and bring those back to the, uh, to the fore. And it's allowed me to put out some stuff and sort of set some... I suppose sow some seeds for uh, some of the things that I do on the on the leadership development front, and hopefully that's that's useful and providing people with some uh, some things to at least think about and get their uh, kind of brains working a little bit about you know are they doing enough of this? Could they do more of it? Do they need, do they need to think differently about things and so on? Um, but it's the guests that are really, really, I guess, surprised and delighted me. I, I, a, because so many people have been so generous in terms of supporting uh, and and saying, yeah, they'll be interviewed and they'll uh, they'll be very forthright in those interviews and producing some some really quality stuff. I think in terms of uh, of, of useful input from their point of view into the kind of wider world. Because the variety of people that I've already had, um, I think, has brought variation, but it's also brought some consistent themes. I mean, those who listen regularly will know I try and ask consistent questions. I, I tend to stick with similar questions for uh, for pretty much most of the interviews and then add some specific ones for each interviewee that's relevant to their particular area of, uh, of of expertise. And and those have generated some really interesting you know, additional themes, I suppose. But kicking off on the guest front, I mean, General David Petraeus, amazing to get him. I was was really, really touched and pleased that he agreed to do it. He's a, uh, a man that commands huge fees when he goes on the speaking circuit and so on. So actually to get him to do a podcast for me, that was effectively a bit of a one-man leadership manual. I thought was, was quite extraordinary. I mean, I was uh, was over the moon that uh, that he would do that, and and everyone that's listened to that has been very complimentary about it. 
I think it was useful to set out some stuff with my co-founder of Leading for Life, uh, Susie Ballantyne, and uh, and give a bit of a flavour of what Susie's all about. And, and, and again, I think that's uh, that's gone down well with the feedback I've had from it. Phil Crossman, old friend of mine, former managing director of Honda UK, really interesting, not least on the leadership front. You know, him having gone through a, a lifetime really in the motor industry, but also his perspectives on the future of the motor industry and, and the challenges that are out there with. You know, with respect to what's going on with climate and and everything else, that uh, that is definitely a a really interesting dynamic that adds to this. Philip Nasserman at McKinsey again, fascinating career, um, long career with McKinsey, and uh, and really uh, in a very important consultancy. Terrific, uh, terrific guy to talk to. Jen Littler, um, Burberry high end fashion, luxury fashion, some fabulous stories. I loved that interview. I thought she was. So engaged, so um, happy to talk about pretty much anything and everything. And I thought that was was really great. And then the second of my military ones, James Morse, you know, again, old friend of mine, but uh, former commandant of the uh, of the UK Staff College, now running the Rabdan Academy in the United Arab Emirates. And uh, you know, really interesting perspectives on his career through the Navy, but also with what, what they're actually doing in Rabdan, which is, again, a, a really kind of interesting, dynamic um, vibrant new organisation that uh, that James is very much at the front of, and, and I think is uh, is doing a brilliant job. And then I was again very very lucky to get two two eminent peers: Mark Sedwell, uh, first former cabinet secretary, former national security advisor. Amazing insights from a uh, from a whole range of different things that he's done and different leadership experiences that you know has, has taken him to the very top of, uh, of the civil service as the head of the UK civil service. And, and again, an absolute privilege to uh, to have a chance to uh, to talk to him, Dido Harding. A great character who I really enjoyed working with and and still know well and see regularly and I thought she was tremendously candid i mean she spoke very openly about some of the uh, the challenges that she's faced not only at talk talk where she was the chief executive when they had a major cyber attack but also the uh, um the trials and tribulations of uh, of NHS test and trace during the pandemic, which was clearly a uh, you know a really really big challenge. Probably the saddest one I've I've done in in many ways was my good friend Howard Wielden, who I've known for a very long time, who agreed to do an interview, but you know actually passed away before I'd even released the interview. And and uh, his family very kindly consented to me actually still continue to release the interview. And and I think again he he's got some fabulous insights from a lifetime really in in the business world in various different guises, but most recently obviously a very much a kind of defence-focused commentator and political commentator on a, on a whole range of issues. Kamel Alibi, yeah, that was great because I've known him from the coaching world uh, and he's done a lot of other things and is doing a lot of other things besides that. But it was really interesting also to talk a little bit about coaching and the value he's got from coaching. And, and I hope that was useful to those that had a, uh, had a chance to, uh, to listen to that. And then the last of the interviews that uh, that's come out so far was uh, General Sir Richard Barons, my boss twice over in uh, or three times over actually in in my very sort of last stages of my career. Uh, again, a tremendous guy with a huge huge amount of experience and and I think fascinating insights in terms of his army career, but also just looking at some of the kind of modern challenges that we're facing out in the uh, in the wider world. 
So those are the interviews that I've done so far. And, and I look at that and I think, wow, it's a pretty, you know, I'm staggered that I've actually got all of those to uh, to do that. And, and I'm so pleased that, you know, they have all been so generous with their time. Most of those uh, sessions, if all of those sessions are well over an hour. Uh, and and I hope you're finding the insights from them really really helpful. It, it, anything more you want to share with me in terms of feedback, I'd be really grateful to uh, to get. But alongside all of that, of course, I've done the personal story stuff. I've talked about my own career, my own life uh, in the Air Force, and getting really into the Air Force at the outset, getting through the flying training system, starting to get out to to Germany, to the front line. And then the most recent version of that, obviously talking about the reconnaissance role that uh, that I spent a lot of time doing and started out at, on number two squadron at, uh, at RAF Larbrook uh, back in the 1980s. And again, I, th- I think the f- it's been cathartic for me. It's been interesting for me to just reflect on some of those things and reflect on actually what I have learned and and... I guess my most recent episode immediately prior to this last week, just before Christmas, uh, you know, I talked about gratitude and keeping in touch on uh, on that episode. But the thing I didn't say on it was actually, you know, I really have found as I've done my own reflections on, on some of these episodes, just how lucky I've been. I mean, some of the opportunities I've had and the stuff that I've been able to do, it's been absolutely tremendous to uh, to do that. And, and yeah, sure, you make your own luck to some extent. And, I, and I've worked hard to get to some of the things I've done and uh, and had some opportunities I've had to work extremely hard both to get them and also in those roles. But, you know, it is, it's great to reflect on just how much I've done and how much, and I suppose in some ways how much I've then got to say. And, and that's one of the things that I suppose has surprised me more than anything about the podcast in terms of learning kind of what, what, what do I add? You know, do you know, how much can I add? How much, how much use is this going to be? And, and a large part of that has obviously been the feedback loop, but also then pulling the personal story stuff into the thematic things that I've done and talking about, as I have done, credibility, self-awareness, imposter syndrome, loneliness of command, personal resilience, self-care, attention to detail, work-life balance. All of those things are hugely important. And I've got a whole bunch of other things. I've already got a plan that takes me well into and probably beyond 2024 already with with some of those. And and some of the things I'm thinking about doing in 2024 are, are leveraging some of the insights I've had from my guests as much as anything else in a in a different way to come up with you know look at common themes and things that i think are, are really standing out from uh, from some of those as as hugely important particularly when you talk about values and that side of leadership where you you look at you know what's really important what really matters in uh, in this space that as a consistent kind of theme from senior leaders who've uh, you know who've made it up the uh, you know up to the top of their profession the guest set going into uh, into twenty twenty four looks really good. I've already got uh, you know, a number of interviews recorded that uh, I will be rolling out in uh, in the early part of twenty twenty four, and I've got a great long list of people who, uh, some of whom don't yet know that they're going to be asked. Some of whom have already agreed, and we've just got to find the right time to get in the diary and get the recording on uh, on the stocks. But uh, I think it will be more of the same, but it will continue to be progressive in terms of trying to unlock and expand the, some of the, the really consistent themes from some of the really senior people. I, and I've got 
grand ambitions for trying to get some really high profile people if I can get them to uh, to to be on the podcast because I think that would be really insightful to get uh, uh, some senior politicians for example and talking to them if they you know if they're prepared to be in a space where they'll talk personally about what is really meant to them to get there because I think the, the particularly when I look at the loneliness of command side of life for for some people in those sorts of positions their their external persona what gets seen a lot in public versus what actually happens in their day-to-day life uh, and their personal lives and the, and the things they're having to kind of exist with those are very very different things and and really quite big challenges that uh, that exist for them so you know, I, sh- I think that'll it'll, again it'll be interesting. It will be really interesting to uh, you know to see where we uh, where we get to with a range of different uh, different personal interviews as we uh, as we go through. And what I'd also like, and some of you have been really kind about this and, and sent me some emails and some direct messages and so on. But what I'd really like as we get into uh, the early part of twenty twenty four, and that'll be season two. I'll launch season two as soon as we get beyond uh, the thirty first of December, and we're we're into the uh, the new year then it will be season two. I want your input. I really want your input. What what do you like? What don't you like? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? Because part of what I want to do is provide stuff that really stimulates you um, because that's what it's for at the end of the day. The, the, you know, this is for you to get as much benefit from as you, uh, as you can get. And if there are things that you would like me to be doing more, more of and you know, putting more emphasis on, whether that's less personal stories, more themes, more, less guests, more personal stories, whatever it happens to be, all that kind of information is is really helpful. I'm thinking that you know I'm going to try and probably not just solely focus on the leadership angle and uh, on some of this thing. I think there's talking to a number of my guests, it's quite clear that some of them have got a lot more to say than I've given them time to say it on uh, on the other interviews about some of the challenges facing the world at the moment, not least politically. And, and you know, if you just happen to look at the, the UK and the USA, we've both got elections coming up next year. It's going to be a really interesting time. Conflicts in Ukraine and in uh, in Gaza are, are big, big news. I'm also looking very closely at linking what I do with the podcast to one of my other work streams, which is I'm the, the deputy chief executive of uh, of the Leaders Club, which is a networking group, as some of you who are regular uh, listeners to this probably are also part of the Leaders Club, will uh, will be well aware of. We have guests on the uh, on the Leaders Club virtually every week. We have about forty events a year, and they are they're tremendously insightful. Some of the things that they uh, they bring there, but I think there's an opportunity to meld what I do on the podcast and also what we do on the Leaders Club to an extent. Uh, and hopefully give you uh, give you some really great additional insight that uh, comes from uh, from some of those. So that's a long winded way of saying that I want more from you. I want I want your feedback. I want your reviews. I want your really unvarnished comments because that is the way this thing gets better. Uh, I think I'm pretty pleased with the way it's gone so far. I think the uh, the overall feedback has been very, very positive. There's been some really constructive, uh, useful critique and advice and tips as to how to change it. And that everything from literally technology and and uh, equipment and processing and editing and all those sorts of things 
through to obviously the content and uh, and what would be would be good but I need more and I really would welcome feedback from any and all of you that uh, that do listen to this particularly those who are you know real dedicated listeners for, uh, for for it so far because that helps helps me enormously but I want to close I don't want to make a long episode as I said at the beginning I think it's you know you've probably got better things to do on New Year's Eve when this episode will launch and the uh, and it, it's really setting the scene for uh, for next year what I want to do is thank you above all else because if you are listening to me regularly then that's time you could s- undoubtedly be doing other things with and I am very very pleased and delighted that you are choosing to spend some of your time with me uh, and if that's useful to you and I guess it is that's why you're doing it then that's that's terrific and I really hope that I continue to uh, to whet your appetite and stimulate your interest as we uh, as we get into the next season in uh, in 2024 I've been very inspired by some of the other podcasts I've listened to. I've been privileged to be a part of uh, of one inspiring leadership, Jonathan Bowman Perks's podcast. He had me on as a guest earlier this year. That was great. It was lovely to uh, you know to be there. And he's I mean he's way more experienced than me. He's done nearly three hundred podcasts now, uh, and has got a uh, thriving coaching business and a really uh, a, you know really strong output that. Uh, I'm very, uh, very envious of because I think he's he's managed to build a uh, tremendous structure around what he's doing, not just on the podcast, but also in his leadership business more widely. And that's a, uh, you know, that's something to admire for sure. And I've got more of that coming up. I'm, uh, I already have another friend of mine who, uh, who runs a podcast. I know that I'm expecting to be on that next year. And I think that kind of mutual symbiotic sharing of some of these things is actually really helpful because... It, it allows us to connect each other a little bit. It allows us to uh, to share audiences a little bit and, and broaden um, where we can because obviously attracting listeners is, is key in that crowded marketplace. So uh, there'll definitely be more of that kind of thing to come. Uh, and that's really it. That's all I wanted to do for uh, for this year is, uh, is, is finish with a little bit of a reflection on where I've been and what I've been thinking about and what's uh, what's been good for me on the uh, on the podcast front and I'm pr- I'm really proud of the uh, of the output and the response that uh, that's come from it and, I, and I'm you know I'm glad I did it I'm really pleased I did it and I'm and I'm extremely grateful to those of you who, as I say who've been been kind enough to uh, to come back and provide me with some advice and support and help because uh, without that, it wouldn't uh, wouldn't be where it is now. But all that remains for me to do is thank you again, uh, to wish you a fantastic New Year's celebration if you're listening to this on New Year's Eve just before you go out and party. And if you're already into 2024 by the time you listen to this, then have a fantastic year. I really hope it brings you health, happiness, and all that you would wish for for uh, for your life and the lives of your uh, those near and dear to you. So uh, once again, thanks very much indeed. All the very best, and uh, I will speak to you again very soon with a more constructively focused episode than this one has been. But uh, thanks a lot. Bye now. Thank you.